Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It has been one hell of the day. Well, technically yesterday on Wednesdays, we now officially turn to Thursday morning. So this smoke stuff is out of control, obviously. Like, let's get it the hell out of here already. Get some fans. Figure it out. Like, we can't breathe around here. It's disgusting. I smelt it Tuesday morning as I was going to the gym. I go to my car, and I'm like, what is, what the, what is that fire? And I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. They said this might be happening. Like, you could smell a little bit. No big deal. And then it got progressively worse. Today was just. I mean, horrible. I know there's nothing we could do about it. And that's the scary thing, that it's a reminder of we don't have any control. When something like this happens, it's like, oh, yeah, we're living on Earth and we have no control over certain things. Like, you know, I joke around about saying get some fans and, and let's blow this thing out of here. It, it can't happen. Think about that. You can't. I mean, you tr- you have trouble breathing. That, that's pretty scary. So we're dealing with serious stuff here. And then, you know, you, you, in the, on the commute, on the way, even in the car, it's not like the air, uh, air condition is making it any better. It's not. But driving through it on the way to the city and then knowing inevitably what was going to happen. They were going to cancel the Yankee game, of course, and make a doubleheader, which is going to take place later on today, which means that instead of a three-hour show, I get a five-hour show. And then, and this is where the night gets even better, and then I watch the Mets take on the Braves. I mean, I could obviously tee off on them all, and I probably will because there's five hours, so there's plenty to get to and plenty to tee off on. But on a night where Max Scherzer was actually dominant, the Mets still lose to the Braves. On a night where the Mets actually have another 4-1 lead, second straight game, they have a 4-1 lead, and they yet again lose to the Braves. There are winners and there are losers. And as I told you yesterday, the Mets are losers. And until proven otherwise, that is going to remain the case. I'm sick and tired of watching them fall to this freaking Braves team that is not even as good as they were a year ago. But they own it. Forget Steve Cohen. The Braves, the Atlanta Braves own the Mets. Will somebody on the Mets have some sack and do something about it for once? Beat this team in Atlanta, please, for once. 
I can't stand it anymore. What more can the Mets... I mean, what? Max Scherzer gets a 4-1 lead. That's not good enough? On a night where he has 10 strikeouts and doesn't walk anybody? Five infield hits? Obviously, there were a lot more after that, but what? The guy makes three mistakes and the Mets pay for it? Are the Braves just that good and the Mets just aren't even close to that level? I think that's the answer. And the only thing worse than losing is losing when you have great expectations, which is something the Mets fans aren't used to because the reality is they very rarely, if ever, have great expectations. And since Steve Cohen has taken over, the expectations have rightfully raised. And off of last year, they should have been raised. The problem is they're not good enough. They weren't last year, and those of us that were smart enough to see it after they got swept by the Braves knowing that that was the real nail in their coffin, forget about that they were going to make the postseason, you knew, at least I did, deep down. Now, you hope against hope because it's your team. You want to see them have success. Nah, anything could happen. Still have the three guys lined up in the postseason. But I knew after they get they got swept by Atlanta for the division, they were done. And they never recovered. They were done in Atlanta. They got beat at home by the Padres in what was a... They played pathetically, lifeless in the postseason. The crowd was pathetic at City Field because the smart Met fans knew this team didn't have it. And what did Billy Epler do in the offseason? Nothing. He doubled down on a team that clearly wasn't good enough a year ago. They changed some parts with Verlander, obviously. You know, Quintana, Kodai Senga changed some parts in that rotation. Outside of that, they did nothing. They brought back Vogel back. We'll get to him in a little bit. But, like, they did nothing outside of that. The Correa stuff didn't work out. Not their fault. It happens. I mean, they, they didn't make a stupid move and sign him, you know, even though they knew the injury. But whatever. It, it, they did nothing to change this team significantly. And then right out of the gate this year, forget about the Diaz stuff or Verlander on opening day. You know, Diaz in the WBC, Verlander opening day. Forget about all that. Right out of the gate, the second series of the year, they get swept by the Brewers, something they did not do all year long. And that trend has continued. They're losing series to crappy teams for three months now. They're getting swept. They've now lost five straight. But forget even all of that. More importantly, the measuring stick in the National League, and certainly in the National League East, is the Atlanta Braves. And the Mets just can't compete. Todd Zeal was talking about it on SNY's postgame show, how it reminded him a little bit of the 2000 Mets, 2000, 2001, where the, you know, the, the Braves own the Mets. And it's been going on for 30 years. 30 years this team has dominated the Mets. The Mets have the richest owner in the sport. The Mets come from the best town, sports town in this country, in this world. But yet the Braves own the Mets. How is that possible? Why do their guys put the bat on the ball in key spots? Why do their guys make the great plays? Why do their guys get the big outs? But the Mets can't, even with the highest payroll. Some things never change no matter what. And until proven otherwise, the Braves are the far superior team. This is not even a rivalry. People say, oh, it's a great rivalry. No, it's not. Like the 80s, in the 80s, the Mets and Cardinals were a great rival. This is not a great rival. This is one-sided. 
it's dominated by the Braves, who have won 17 NLEs titles since 1995. The Mets have won two. That's pathetic. The Mets are a pathetic franchise that under new ownership is trying to find their way out of that pathetic history. And it's still early, and they're nowhere near where they need to be yet. And they're flat out just not good enough. Their stars aren't good enough. Lindor, Alonzo, McNeil, Marte, Nimmo, and so on. You guys want to focus on Vogelback? You're you're looking in the wrong area. Yeah, he should, I don't know what the point is of having him on the team. I mean, I said that basically since day one, and I'm certainly not sure why Buck continues to run him out there. And I'll tell you, Buck and Mary Buck miss. That's over. That is over. Buck has got to be on the hot seat here. I'm not saying he's got to get fired. His seat should be getting warm because this cannot happen. It's unacceptable. It is unacceptable. They go down to Atlanta, toe-to-toe, head-to-head with the reigning NL East champs, and they get embarrassed in the first two in a series that they had to win. The Mets' season is over. Forget the NL East. The Mets' season is over. They're not any good. So you can talk about what has to happen, this and that. I've been telling you for at least a couple of weeks, and I told you since last year, really, that I I said it recently, the the Mets should trade Adam Adovino, trade him while he had some value. He sucks. Adovino has always sucked. It just took the Mets fan a year to find that out because he pitched well last year. Bringing him back, all right, you're not going to argue because you figure, all right, well, he's going to be the fourth or fifth arm in that bullpen. But with Diaz getting hurt, with the way things have gone, They needed him to be a little bit better. He sucks. He's terrible. Bullpens are fickle, but he sucked anyway. He was horrible before he got here. He was good last year, which was an aberration, and he sucks again this year. He can't pitch to lefties. It's so obvious, but yet not to them. Daniel Vogelback can't play baseball. It's so obvious, but yet not to them. Francisco Alvarez should be in the lineup every single day. It's so obvious, but yet not to them. So how do you fix it? The answer is you don't. Because they built a team with the highest payroll in Major League Baseball history that just is nowhere near good enough. That's the bottom line. I don't care if they go out there and win tonight. Big deal. So what? Avoid the sweep? Who cares? whoop de doo You won a game. You already lost. You already embarrassed yourself. You already showed the difference between you and the Braves. And I don't want this narrative... That, oh, well, you just got to make the postseason and anything can happen nowadays. Look at the Phillies last year. Bull crap. You don't have the highest payroll of Major League Baseball to just hope to get into the postseason and anything can happen. No. I know a bad baseball team when I see one. The Phillies were a bad baseball team a year ago, and guess what? Yeah, they went on a lucky run to get to the World Series. They lost the World Series. They weren't good enough, ultimately. They were lucky that they got there. Lucky. Sometimes better be lucky than good. They weren't good. They were lucky. This Mets team has rarely in their history since 1962 ever been lucky. It's really been good, but it has almost never been lucky. So you think this crappy team that we watch that is under 500 again, that has lost five in a row, that has just gotten embarrassed by the Braves again, you think that team could go on a run? Come on now. When you have Max Scherzer pitching as good as we've seen him in a Mets uniform, still getting beat by the Braves, there are no answers. There's nothing they could do. You know why? Because they aren't good enough. 
Getting rid of Daniel Vogelback is not going to make a dent in this team. Jeff McNeil needs to raise his average about 40 points. Same with Francisco Lindor, actually about 50 points. Alonzo about 30 points. That's not happening. You know, Brett Beatty, you guys love Brett Beatty. Want Brett Beatty up here. He's done nothing. Brett Beatty's done nothing. Mark Canna shouldn't be on the team. Vogelback shouldn't be on the team. A night where Max Scherzer, your $43 million ace, one of, your one of your $43 million a year aces, dominates by striking out 10 and not walking anybody. He gives up five runs in five and two-thirds. I mean, I don't have any answers. They're not good enough. They can say, well, we just got to play better. Yeah, the problem is you're not good. You're not good enough. You, right here. You, I'm talking to you and you and you over there in the back and you right here. None of you are good enough. You had a chance to go out there and make a statement and show, not to me because I don't need to see it, show to yourselves that you were good enough to compete with the Braves. And what they do? They spit in your face again. Kicked you to the curb. They embarrassed you again. They dominate you. You know, this is a Braves team that lost a series to the Oakland A's. The Mets make the Braves look unbeatable. Yet other teams beat the Braves. The Braves have 24 losses on a year. They can be beat. But yet the Mets never do it. Ever. Why? Why is that? Something's got to change. Now, you can't make crazy decisions coming off of a historic regular season a year ago. You know, I'm talking about, like, you're not going to fire Epler or fire Buck just yet. I mean, I do think the the managerial spot here, the managerial spot w- with the Mets could be something that will be talked about down the road. I know people are going to start talking about it now, but realistically, like, at the end of the year, if they don't make the playoffs, they could make a change there. And I'm not sure if there's some kind of disconnect going on. I don't know how you call up Vientos just to have him sit on the bench. Uh, It it just doesn't make sense. Like, nothing the Mets are doing makes any sense. How could Daniel Vogelback be in the lineup? Why is Francisco Alvarez not? It is almost like, if I didn't know any better, Buck Showalter is pulling a George Costanza, who he was familiar with from the Seinfeld days. He's, He's almost, like, these lineups he's putting out there without Alvarez, with Vogelback, it's almost like you don't want to win. Like, is he trying to send a message here? I'm not sure what's going on. But it's unacceptable. And everybody should be under question. Everybody. Epler, Buck, every single player. The problem is with the players, there's nothing you can do about it. You can't trade Francisco Lindor. You can't move on from him. You can't, you know, Jeff McNeil, there's, if he's not hitting, he's worthless. You can't force the rookies to be better. That's a problem with having to rely on rookies. You can't force Brett Beatty to be an impact player right now. You have to take the, the the lumps that go along with having a rookie in that spot that you're relying on, which is why I told you it's not about those guys from the beginning. It's not about those guys. Oh, you think bringing up Ronnie Mauricio is going to save this team? This Mets team is dead. They're done. It's over. Not the NL East. Their season. It's now officially over. 877-337-6666. Jack is calling from the West Side. What's up, Jack? Hey, Sal. Tremendous rant. Um, you know, I, I, I share just about every thought you have but one. Um, you know, I, I, you know, McNeil hasn't had an extra base hit in 32, 33 games now. Um, people haven't said it, but Nimmo's hit 250 since April. Um, you know, it is the big guys. Um, and, and some of the decisions are just beyond mystifying. Uh, I don't think Buck is the problem, but he's part of the problem right now. 
Um, one thing that caught my attention was obviously that Max can't get through the sixth inning is, 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 is killer. It's just, we can't win with that. Um, but we did get to five, five. Um, we did have Marte lead off an inning with a single and we know we got the slowest guy in baseball at the plate. And there's no reason that I can think of in the world that Marte shouldn't be running immediately to try to steal that base, stay out of double play, whatever it takes. Second day in a row, we did that two days in a row. They stole when they needed a stolen base. And then Acuna rubbed it in our faces by stealing third, just as a way to say, to laugh in our face some more. They are bullies. It reminds me of Kevin Cash when he said, I've got eight guys in the bullpen who throw 98. They've got nine guys on the field who can go and get it and, and kick sand in our face. Their they're, players they're are a billion times better than the Mets. Yeah. It's as simple as that. Yeah, yeah. And I have to say, I envy it. I, it's beautiful to watch some of the things that they do. Um, and 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 we look like second-rate talents for the most right. part. I mean, for the most money um, in the for the most money in the history of the sport, the Mets have spent a ridiculous amount of money on this team. And you're right, they look like second citizens to the freaking yeah. Atlanta Braves and that loser fan base that, that cheers when Pete Alonso gets hit on the wrist and goes down and has to leave the game with injury. So it's it's insult to injury. It's pathetic. Yeah. The Mets and look. And, one, and what I want to just say real quick, Jack, before I let you finish, yeah. even yeah. though I grew up a Met fan, I separate myself from this. I am not getting beat by anybody in Atlanta. There's no way I would go down like that. I don't lose like that. They do. They have this on them. They do not represent the Mets fans. The Mets team and their players, they're the ones that are pathetic, not us. Yeah, and, and I don't care if Chucky said apologize to Pete. You know what? They don't have to hit somebody. But you know what? By the end of that game, those guys had no fear hanging over the plate when Max was hanging slides and curveballs. You know, when are we going to stand somebody up? We don't have to hit somebody. We can play clean. But where are we knocking somebody down, making somebody uncomfortable to play? You know, we never played the bully. And, I'm, and that drives me nuts. It's been that way for a long time, ever since, you know, we couldn't hit Roger Clemens when we tried. But, you know, one, let me tell you where one, one last point on the team and then where, one thing where I disagree with you. Um, we, you know, we have, a, we have a one deep bullpen. We have one guy who's a legitimate high leverage guy. And, and, and I know we lost Edwin, but, but you know, we, teams roll out lefty after lefty. When was the last time we had more than one lefty out of the pen? Now, Adovino, you kill him. He but, sucks. Uh, he's but, he's but terrible. Adam Adovino sucks. Okay? I can't take it anymore. We well, saw the stats on the back-to-back, so why are we asking him to do something? Because the they don't have anybody else, but he, he can't face exactly. lefties. Well, Adovino can't face lefties, Jack. Right. It is so predictable where, so as that's anything. Epler. That's on Epler. That's on Epler for not providing Buck with what we need. So that we got to, you know... We got to deal with that. On 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 one thing on the Braves with their obviously they have these stallions and and, and that's because Anthopoulos is, is a, you know is obviously a first rate talent evaluator. So we we do have to give somebody the time to build the farm system. Well, right, that's the point. To. That that's the point. That's why I thank you for the call, Jack. That's why I can't say you got to go here and fire Epler after one year or or two years which especially the first year was very successful. So just because this year has been a flop, and I would certainly have question marks about Billy Epler, who's he's got to prove himself. But you can't prove yourself in just two seasons. And with the Mets, they're trying to build up the farm system. So they're, you know, look, there may be a time. I don't know if I'm going to be alive to see it. There may be a time where the Mets are the dominant team in the National League or the dominant team in the National League East where, you know, 30 years from now we look back and say, well, the Mets have won the division 16 times over the last 20 years or 30 years, whatever. That time, though, is not right now. And time it hasn't been the time for 30 years. I'm sick and tired of it. 
I'm sick and tired of it. For years, it was one thing. Well, they don't spend enough money. They don't do this. They don't do that. Now they spend the money, and they still can't win. Now they spend the money, and they still can't beat that freaking team. When will it end? Life is short. We don't got too many 30-year segments in us here. Maybe two, and maybe two and a half if you're lucky. That's it. This last 30-year span that we've seen here has been all brave. 30 years. I mean, I'm not even talking World Series, which is obviously the ultimate goal. Can they win the division? They, the, only the Mets, only the Mets can screw up a perfect season last year. A near Perfect regular season. All they had to do was not get swept. That's all they had to do. They had a near-perfect regular season. A historic regular season for them. All they had to do was not get swept. Just win one game. You've been winning series all year long. Just not get swept. Win one game. They couldn't do it. And they've never recovered. This, and I'm telling you, and I don't care, and I talked to Jerry Blevins about it, although I think Todd Zeal's opinion would be different. I got to ask him about that tomorrow when I see him, assuming I'm going to see him. You know, Jerry Blevins is saying that he doesn't believe there's a carryover from last year's team and the results of that series with the Braves to this year. I'm not buying it. Now, I respect Jerry, obviously. He played. I did not. I'm not buying it. This, to me, is similar to 2007. They got, they collapsed in 2007. They were never able to recover. Last year, they, everything was great. Until they got swept by this team and they never recovered. And they had an opportunity these last two days to start to move on from that. But what do they do? Pick up right where they left off. Losing two straight with Scherzer on the mound and a 4-1 lead. Second straight. The Mets do not. Look, this Mets team, first of all, we know they're not good enough. But they also do not blow 4-1 to leads. That's not something that they do often. Generally, they don't get those leads, right? I mean, that's what the it's hard for the Mets to get that. When they get a 4-1 lead, hitting some home runs in the process, generally, they win those games. And two games in a row, they didn't. And it's because the Braves are that much better. Adam is calling from Waterbury, Connecticut. What's up, Adam? Hey, Sal. How are you doing tonight? Good, Adam. How are you? I'm, I've been better, Sal. I've been better. First of all, I want to ask how the Molts went. I want to make sure Vogelback went and helped you. I called a couple weeks ago, told you he needs to come help you. No, I mean, we're did. almost there. We're about two-thirds of the way done, I'd say, with the mulch. Okay, so after the Mets uh, DFA Vogelback tomorrow, he'll come over and finish it. He'll be ready for you by the time. I don't want to see Daniel Vogelback ever again. I Like, not even in another team's uniform. I don't even want to see him helping me out with the mulch. No, thank You're you. Right. You're, you are right. You are right. And you know what gets me the most mad? I'm, I'm, a, I'm 34. I think I mentioned that to you. I'm traumatized by the Braves. I hear, I hear the Tomahawk chant in my sleep. And what gets me the most mad is I look at the dugout tonight, and there's absolutely no life, Sal. There's no life from them. And then I turn on my buddy Sal, who I, who I love, and he has life. And he has passion. And you're right. I was feeling pathetic and down, but you lifted me back up because I'm not the Mets. I'm better than them. Correct. I'm a fan who actually 
care. Correct. I'm a fan who will actually make good decisions if I had the opportunity. They don't care, and I'm sick of it. I'm sorry for getting mad. I'm sorry if I'm taking too much time, but I needed to call and blow off some steam so maybe they can listen to understand what they're doing to us. This isn't right. Thank you, Sal. No, thank you, Adam. We appreciate the passion. We didn't lose. They did. They're the losers. The Mets, the New York Mets, they're the losers. Not me. You guys want to blame me? Say, I'm a mush this, I'm a mush that. I told you the Braves are going to sweep this series. I did the whole thing the other night. The least is over. Over. And it goes to the Atlanta Braves yet again. The Mets can't compete. Matter of fact, I mean, maybe the Marlins could win that division. Maybe I shouldn't speak so soon, but it's not going to be the Mets. The NL East is over for the Mets. And even further, the season is over. They're not good. They're not good enough. Something's wrong, and the owner needs to figure out a way to fix it. Because I do think it's more than what we're seeing here. And I can't stand that they all basically say the same thing. Well, we got to be better. We'll be fine. You know, Buck after the game, our guys, they keep putting in the work. You know, they'll be fine. The want to this, the want to that. Uh, who are you guys kidding? You're not any good. Like, at what point are you going to take off? What are you waiting for? September? Are you going to do a reverse of last season? Play like crap for the first five and a half months and then all of a sudden turn it on the last, uh, you know, half a month? Try to make it into the postseason? Come on. Let's just say the Mets do make the postseason. You trust Verlander and Scherzer? I don't. How could you? What about them would you trust? You know, three months from now, who knows where they're going to be? Are they going to be healthy? Are they going to be pitching? And even if they are, you know, Scherzer was getting better. This was peak Scherzer. Again, he struck out 10 Braves, didn't walk anybody, was looking as dominant as we've seen. Still got beat. Still couldn't get through the sixth inning. Still gave up 11 hits and five runs. That's the Mets ace. If I'm the Braves, I'm thinking, this is the best you got to offer? This guy? Yeah, he made us look foolish at times, but we still got him. The Braves, again, took the Mets' best punch. And they shoot it away. They laughed at it. They mocked it. And they, again, dominated the second citizen or third citizen in the National League East. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t-mobile.com. 